As you all know, I use Anchor FM to record all of my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And to top it off, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, y'all, it's completely free. Free 99. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome back to Black and Blooming. I'm your host, Dahlia J. Don't forget to follow my show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to be notified when I post new episodes. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Black and Blooming Pod. So today we're actually going to talk about what it's like when, you know, you're kind of doing something different in the family, um, especially different from like what your parents have done, what your immediate family has done. And not necessarily getting the support that you would like. A few of my next episodes are actually pulled from topics when I asked um, my followers on Instagram like what topics they want me to talk about in the podcast. So if you ever want to provide your input or suggest topics, I'm working on a submission form for that for like topic request but in the meantime please follow me on black and blooming pod on instagram or you can also email me at black and blooming pod at gmail.com and you can always email like questions that you have regarding episodes and all of those different things childhood and upbringing have a lot to do with why a lot of times parents don't support their children when they want to do something different and there are a lot of things that play into this a lot of things that Um, you know affect this and I basically just talked about some things that I have noticed in my own experience and based on talking to other people that have played a huge role in it the number one thing is parents raise us based on their own morals and their own values so I'm sure we've seen this and heard this plenty I taught you right from wrong I taught my children right from wrong and we have to think about this like you know take a step back think about it a little bit logically, parents teach their children what their version of right from wrong is. It's not necessarily one end-all be-all type of thing where everyone teaches their children the same thing. Every household has a different belief system or different version of what is right from wrong. You know, I think collectively we can all agree that murder is wrong, but, you know, some people may teach that drinking is wrong in any capacity other people may teach that it's not wrong you know things like that and because of this obviously we spend our entire lives with our parents and maybe then some naturally what they believe and what they teach us to believe becomes our own beliefs so we go to school and we spread this we talk to other people who probably have different beliefs than us um and we go and tell other people about them Um, We share our beliefs, we share what we think, things like that, da-da-da. This is also, not going to get too far into it, but it's also a reason why, like, 
so many kids bully other kids is because they're taught like what you believe is wrong what everybody what you believe is right and anything opposite of that is wrong they're not really taught to respect what other people believe even if it is different so that's why a lot of times all these different beliefs and kids come together you know children and some adults don't really have the decorum to recognize I don't agree with this person but I shouldn't shout in their face be like no you're wrong da, 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 you know um and again I had to add that disclaimer that some adults also do not have that kind of decorum but that is a huge reason why because we're raised to think like our parents and to kind of explain it even further a lot of parents whether it's intentional or not intentional they kind of have us navigate through life as if like I guess we're a part of them like how do I explain it there's really no individuality they're not a lot of parents are raising you to think like them and be like them they're not raising you to be an individual <laughs> they're not necessarily raising you to have your own thoughts and opinions most parents are raising their kids to think like them it, even if they don't think of it in that regard think of it in that capacity they're raising their kids to think like them and the reason I say that is I will kind of go more into detail into that later in the episode is because as soon as you reach that age where you're telling your parent I don't really agree with you on this or I have a different opinion that's when all hell breaks loose that's when there's an issue up in the household you know but um yes a lot of parents view us as extensions of themselves so I had a conversation with a friend way back last year and we had a lot of very intense um conversations about like talking and things like that you know like relationships with families and when I say they view you as an extension of themselves, what I mean is they, like I kind of said before, they don't view you as an individual. They don't view you as a individual person with your own thoughts, your own beliefs, your own opinions. They view you as like a mini them. You know, people love that term mini me. She's my mini me like kind of thing. Um, they love to think that because they've taught you these things or because they want things done a certain way or because they prefer things to be done a certain way this is what you want this is how you prefer things because they don't see you as an individual a lot of times especially as a child especially when you're in elementary school like they're just like oh they're so cute like they want to be just like me and the problem is a lot of parents kind of want that to be like the goal for their kids entire life like of course children look up to their adults of course they look up to you know different figures but eventually people branch off and they you know they have their own opinions and whatnot so they definitely a lot of parents view their children as an extension of themselves rather than another human another little individual who has their own thoughts their own feelings and their own way of processing things um and to kind of go further into that a lot of times people your family will not associate any qualities or thoughts that you have or even beliefs to who you are as an individual or based on your own experiences outside of the home 
they will associate everything that every like trait that you have with you getting it from another family member so for instance let's say I you know one family member says oh she's really smart she gets that from so-and-so or oh she's really has a lot of ambition gets that from so-and-so so they act they attribute you having these good qualities because of them it's not attributed to who you are as an individual and it's not attributed to the you becoming your own person and you you know being in different environments and coming into your own as a person it's always attributed to something else and I've definitely experienced this myself it's kind of annoying just because sometimes when people are making those connections you're like um no I definitely did not get this from you because you don't even have this attribute you don't even have this trait um you're just wanting to have it but you don't actually have it but I digress huge thing that like I've noticed and recognized is that a lot of the positive is associated with them. So your parents or parent, whether you grew up in a two-parent or a single-parent household, a lot of parents will say, oh, they're strong just like me or blah, blah, blah. But then if you have attributes that they deem as bad or that they don't like, and it may not necessarily be a bad attribute, they just may find it annoying. Like for instance, some people don't like individuals who talk a lot. And some people you know, find it annoying that they talk constantly or whatever the case may be, that's not necessarily a bad attribute. Some people don't mind people who talk a lot, but because the parent who views talking a lot as annoying or as whatever the case may be, they automatically label it as bad. So therefore, it's a bad attribute. And normally, bad attributes are blamed on the outside influence or the outside world. Like, oh, you didn't learn that from me. Or in really toxic families <laughs> um if there's like animosity between certain family members they will label that as you got that from that person so if they don't like the cousin or they don't like their sister or they don't like you know their uncle or aunt they'll be like oh you didn't learn that from me you learned that from someone so you learned that from your aunt or you learned that from your cousin like you didn't learn that from me or you learned that from the outside world meanwhile good and bad quote-unquote bad attributes and bad personality traits and habits come from both inside emphasis on inside because um <laughs> most of us don't go to school until we're five so that's five years of pure inside influence and that's if you go to public school that's if you are taught by others some people are homeschooled which is a whole nother case but I'm predominantly talking about people who are probably you know put into public school or attended some sort of private school whatever the case may be but how are you going to say that the bad habits this person learned purely comes from the outside world like I said before good and quote-unquote bad personality traits habits and attributes come from inside first than outside the home in my personal opinion mind you I am not a medical professional but I will say from personal experience and from experience of talking to a lot of other people a lot of the bad habits that we have learned have come from inside of our own homes and our own families not out not from outside influences you know um so in that case they associate us as extensions of themselves and they associate that only good comes from them and bad comes from the outside world. Bad comes from anything outside of their influence.
And then we get to puberty. So, of course, um, puberty is when we normally start to form our own opinions and our beliefs based on our own personal experiences and whatnot. I'm going to read a couple key points from the cognitive development section of Stanford Children's. So, on their website, they indicate that in early adolescence, um, there's more complex thinking focused on decision making in the school and at home. Um, and then they begin to acquire, and then during early adolescence is also when, you know, they normally begin to question authority and society standards. Keep that in mind, authority and society. Who is most of the time the authoritative person in your life are your parents and of course your teachers and elders and whoever else. But the first authority figure is always your parent. And then middle adolescence, there's some more complex thinking. There's, you know, they question things. There's, they're more analytical during this period of life. They start to kind of search for the who am I. They start to make their own plans, look for, you know, thinking long term, whatnot. And this is normally from ages 12 to 18. So these are normally when all of these things start coming up. And that is why I say um, that is when people start to begin to form their own opinions that's when we started to begin if you're listening to this I'm sure nobody who's 12 is listening to my podcast but when we were 12 oh think about late elementary school early middle school that was probably when you first started to form your own opinions about things that was probably when you first started to question things that your parents had taught you and and begin to consider why do I believe this is this right or is this just what they believe? Do I actually believe this? And also a key thing was, who am I? And of course, when you're trying to figure out who you are, you're trying to figure out what you believe, what you think is important, what you really value, what you really find important and things like that. One example of this is you realize that you don't believe that you have to go to college in order to be successful. You know, a lot of parents especially in the last few generations, a lot of millennials and Gen Zers don't want to go to college. A lot of them want to become influencers. A lot of them want to get into the entertainment business. You know, all of those things. A lot of them don't want to go to a traditional four-year college and get a degree and work a nine-to-five. Like, it's a huge thing for people to be an influencer because literally anybody can pick up a camera, pick up their phone, and have access to posting online. It's not like someone can tell you that you can't like versus if you wanted to be in Hollywood you had to have a couple more connections you couldn't just pick up a camera and then think that they were going to play it like you actually had to you know do a little bit more and so one of the things could be is you realize that you don't have to be successful to go to college (laughs) or you start to form that opinion of your on your own that you don't believe that you have to go to college in order to be successful That's why in senior year of high school, you know, a lot of people were having a lot of tensions with their parents because parents were like, no, you need to go to college. You need to go and get a degree. And the kids were like, no, no, I don't really think that I need to. Like, I just kind of want to live my life and figure things out and work and then see what I feel like in like in like one or two years. Um, So when we're forming like our own opinions and our own thoughts and stuff, this normally causes a lot of tension 
um, in between like parents and their children. Um, <laughs> I know it did for me a lot of tension just because a lot of times parents view their children um, as questioning them as you know telling them I don't agree with that I don't think that you're right like you're wrong and this is why a lot of parents view that as disrespectful especially parents of color and I'm going to say speaking on my behalf black parents a lot of black parents view their children as having their own opinions and telling them that I outright telling them that I disagree with you they view that as disrespectful because how dare you disagree with me how dare you not think that what I tell you is like the gold like how dare you think that I could be wrong you know it's, it's a common thing in the black community not all black parents but a lot of a lot of black parents think this way um and children also normally feel as though their parents want to control everything like at that age we still don't quite understand everything and we think okay like they just want to control us they don't want us to have our own opinions and things like that and you know at that stage of life regardless of our opinions and our emotions and what we believe we don't really have much power like you're until you're 18 you're considered a minor so you don't have any power legally at that point in time I highly doubt you have a good paying job where you can pay for rent you can't work full-time while you're in school as a minor that's just not allowed if they are doing that that's illegal um you normally don't pay for your own bills you're not paying for your own food you're not paying for your own housing you're not paying for your own clothes like you have no control because all of your needs are still being provided to you by your parents so even though you've you know we've reached the stage where it's like okay I don't agree with you and this is why because I formed my own opinion on the matter you still have to depend on them. So here we go to adulthood. I'm getting there, y'all. I'm getting there. I know you're probably just like, this episode is very interesting. But I feel like, like, <laughs> it's definitely me to take like, more of a like, let's trace it back to the origins approach. And I feel like it definitely does start in childhood. Like, like I've stated before, parents view you as extensions of themselves. They often view difference of opinion and you know boldness about your own opinion and not being meek about what you believe as disrespect because it's contrary to what they raised you to believe so they raised you to believe this way and they're astonished that you don't still believe these things and then we get to adulthood where we actually have the power to make changes so we don't have to do what our parents think is best we don't have to listen to every little word they say especially a lot of people when they reach 18 and they're tired of following their parents' rules. They get their, their, they get a good job. They work, they save up money and they move out because they know like, okay, when I'm providing my own stuff, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to depend on my parents and they don't have the power over me to control the things that I do, control where I go, how I live my life. Like they can't micromanage how I live. Um, and so we during that time we can also take risks that scare our parents so they'll often say things like I don't want you to make the same mistakes I did or da 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 or blah 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 you know not really realizing that you're going to make mistakes but you're going to make your own mistakes and them trying to micromanage you and never let you do anything isn't going to lessen the amount of mistakes it's just it just may delay them like I for instance I have friends who 
like by the time I got to like junior slash senior year of high school I was able to go out and do a little bit I didn't really do that much but I was able to go out and you know hang out with friends and you know not have to be like super dependent on my mom and stuff but I know some people who lived at home and they never really had that freedom and they never moved out on their own and so when they first like moved out of the house because they didn't have that experience like getting out because their parents like didn't want them going out or they just didn't go because after you reach a certain age you just don't desire to go places because you don't want to have to explain yourself you don't want to have to deal with judgment so you just don't go or you don't tell your parents but a lot of people just don't go and so when they became an adult this person made a lot of mistakes that you would associate with being an adolescent you would associate with being a teenager or whatever the case may be because they weren't allowed to like actually get out and make mistakes as a teenager so then they started making bigger mistakes they started making teenager mistakes on an adult level scale once they finally got out so a lot of parents often use this tactic in trying to shelter their kids um, or trying to maintain some sort of sense of control once their child has reached an age where they no longer need like they no longer need their parents legally financially you know, I will never say like emotionally because I feel like in some capacity, you'll probably always need your parents emotionally. But the main thing is you no longer need them legally or financially because you're of age and you have your own money and you have your own income. And so this all kind of goes to explain like why some parents view children who go against what they believe and what they taught them to believe is the black sheep of the family because they taught you what to believe and you're not doing that they taught you that this was a responsible way to go about life they taught you that this is what you should believe and this is how you should do things because I told you to not because your personal experiences and things have that you've learned that this is the right way to do things it's because I taught you to so it's like don't stray from this, don't do something different because I've already taught you that this is the way to go about it. And so this is often why so many parents just get upset with their children or like why people experience this within their own families, like people getting mad at them because they want to do something different. It stems from them viewing you as an extension of themselves. It stems from insecurity because so many parents, like I said, they have that famous they have that famous line, I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I did. I'm not gonna make the same mistakes that you did. I'm gonna make my own mistakes. But making mistakes is inevitable. You're going to make them. Point blank period. You know, hopefully you don't make any life altering or life threatening mistakes. I think that should be the primary concern, but you're going to make mistakes. And like I said before, it's really difficult for them to relinquish control because they see it as they no longer, they don't know who you are because they don't, they're, they're scared for you because you're going through this phase where you're going and you're experiencing life and they can't protect you anymore. They can't protect you from everything that happens. They can't guide you unless you decide that you want their guidance. They can't micromanage guidance. You have to be the one to come to them and tell them, hey, this is what I'm going through. Like, or hey, I want your advice on this. But overall, they, they can't, you know, micromanage your life or do things like that. And so they, they kind of start to lose it, you know. Um, and so I feel like this is partly why the whole black sheep thing happens. And that's why changing the tide 
or doing something different in your family is so difficult because people consistently, you know, project onto you. They consistently make you feel like, oh no, you're doing this wrong because you're not doing it my way. This is why it's really hard for them to let go. And I'm going to give some advice here at the end for people who are doing things differently in their family. But this is kind of just like explaining why your family is probably not being supportive. They're being super negative. Like they're kind of just, you know, wanting you to follow in their footsteps because they made mistakes and they believe that based on them making mistakes that they know the right way to do things. And so if you do it a different way, then you're going to have a similar outcome to what they had when they made a mistake and it didn't go well, which isn't always necessarily true. And even if that is the case, some people have to learn by doing, not by trying. And I also feel like it has more of an impact if, and I'm talking about in a logical sense, y'all. I'm not talking about life-threatening situations. You're just like, oh, I just want to try it just to see. Like, please don't. Please don't. Please listen to your parents. Like, <laughs> safety. Safety is of the essence. But I'm talking about just j things like not going to college, you know, becoming an influencer or moving to LA. You know, if you've done your research and you know that you're being safe and you, you know, <clears throat> you know that this is a possibility, go try it. Because you're always going to regret not having tried it. And then, of course, sometimes I'm I'm talking about good parents who are, you know, really nice. But even parents who have toxic habits can still care and they just don't know better ways to express it. Um, but, of course, you still have those, like, those, like, negative family members. Like, you sometimes you just have really terrible family members. Like, y'all, we don't get to pick our family. So... I know sometimes you just have that jealous person and sometimes people's project projections don't stem from places of love and protection and wanting what's best for you. Sometimes they just stem from insecurity because they don't want you to do something different. They don't want you to do what they couldn't do. They didn't want you to do what they didn't have the courage to do. They did not want you to do what they couldn't have done. So a lot of times you have to, I say the first thing is, you know, see where people are coming from. Because sometimes people are not coming from a place of love, even if they are family. I'm sorry. Your family will be the first to stab you in your back. And I'm a firm believer in that. People can disagree. You can agree to disagree. I know some people are super family over everything. But um, I do believe in a lot of cases, family can be the first to stab you in the back. They can be the first to crush your dreams. So um, <clears throat> definitely see, like, Sometimes people are not coming from a place of love when they like project things onto you or when they tell you what you should and shouldn't do. Or, you know, sometimes people just have negative opinions about things. Like some people are just uneducated about what influencers do or they just don't view it as a real career. And, you know, that's on them. That's an that's an opinion. But don't be that that's on them because you don't have to become an influencer. But that doesn't stop other people from becoming influencers and making like 12K a month, you know, um, so yeah, oftentimes family members will have their own negative opinions and try to force you to listen to them. I think it's also interesting in like trying to change the tide in your family in other ways because some when we've gotten to a place where we're forming our own opinions, we'll often decide not to deal with the certain family members because we don't like the way that they act, we don't like the way that they treat us, or we don't like the way that they treat other people. You know, sometimes people won't, like someone in their family because they don't like how they treat their mom or their dad or their parents and I know 
personally, this is hard because a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, that's your family. Like, you know, you need to have a relationship with them. You need to have something to do with them, blah, blah, blah. Or you need to support them. Or people, you know, you always have the naive family members who just don't understand why. And they're always asking you like, oh, why, why don't you, you know, talk to this family member? Why don't you call them? Why don't you tell them what's going on with your life? And you know why you don't, because maybe every time you call that person, they have something negative to say. Maybe every time you call that person, they're trying to put you down or, you know, you tell them like, oh, yeah, I started a business and it's going well and I'm selling this. And they say things like, oh, your little business. Yeah, that's not a good comment. If somebody says your little anything, oh, yeah, girl, your little business is cute or whatever. That right there was not a compliment. I'm just telling you right now, it was not a compliment, you know? And so because you're changing the tide because other family members have tolerated this behind this kind of behavior from them, you're, the rest of your family's looking at you weird. Or, you know, they're like, oh, well, she doesn't talk to so-and-so or she don't like so-and-so, so we're not gonna invite her. So you may get left out of things. Like you may not get invited to birthday parties or weddings or baby showers, all types of things because you refuse to do what your family thought you should do you refuse to be associated with this family member and deal with their bull um or because your family was like oh well you didn't do what we wanted you to do we're cutting you off we don't want to have anything to do with you all of these things happen because I would say when it goes this far (laughs) it goes as far as because there's like an element of control that is needed If your child is like well into their 20s and you're still trying to micromanage their life, I think that goes a little bit beyond, you know, just being scared because you don't want them to make the same mistakes as you or not understanding that they're a completely different person. I think that's very much about control. Like they want to control what you do and they want to kind of in a way live through you to do what they didn't accomplish or what they didn't get to do in life and or use you to um benefit themselves so um that's a whole other topic but that's definitely that that those are definitely situations that can come into play when um you're you know changing um things up in your family you're doing something different than the norm Um, A lot of people don't like that. Some people are scared for you. They're worried that you're going to fail and other people are jealous because they wish that they had done it and they did it. So I just wanted to offer some advice at the end. And mind you, I'm not perfect. I'm still trying to follow my own advice. Like I'm really good at knowing what I should do as we all are, but we don't necessarily actually do it. So I kind of want to just tell y'all like, a few things and so a few tips to kind of help you if you are this person in your family. Some of these things are based off experience. Some of these things are things that my mom has shared with me that I still have not really put into practice. But you know, she shared it. Um, recognize why you feel like it's the path for you. You know, why do you think that you're destined to do this? Is it because you just... You know, you're kind of living in an idealistic world and you're like, I want to be an influencer just so I can make money. Like, honey, I'm telling you, you set yourself up for failure and any other influencer would tell you the same thing. You know, kind of recognize why you're doing it. Are you passionate about it? Does it make you happy? Does it, is it fulfilling? Is it a desire in your heart? Because I will tell you, it is a desire in you to do something and to make a change and do something different from your family because it's meant for you to do it 
it would not be a desire placed inside of you if it was not meant for you to actually do it. So if it's something that you find fulfilling and you can change lives, you can change the world around you, of course other people are going to be scared for you to do that because they're going to be scared of what happens if you fail. But the thing is, if you never try, you're never going to know. So recognize why this is the path for you. What is your purpose? What is your purpose in wanting to do whatever it is you wanted to do? Whether it's be the first in your family to go to therapy, be the first in your family to go to college or to not go to college, be the first in your family to move out of your hometown, be the first in your family to not get married and pregnant by the time you're 26 like what is it that you want to do and why do you what is the reason behind it being the path that is for you and second I would say set boundaries with your family if possible because lord knows some people just will not let you set boundaries but I have I have um I have advice for that because <laughs> some people just won't let you set boundaries no matter how many times you set boundaries with them no matter how many times you set expectations on how you want to be talked to, how do you, how you want to be treated. They will just, they just will not. They just won't. They won't. They won't respect it. Because they're like, oh, oh, you think you're going to tell me what to do? I'm not going to do it. But I would say if possible, set boundaries with your family. And I saw this quote the other day that setting boundaries is not setting rules for other people. It is setting a standard of how, I'm like paraphrasing, but It's not setting rules for other people and telling them how to live their lives, but it's setting a standard for how you want to be treated and how you will not and what you will and will not accept. So you're not telling people, oh, this is what you have to do. You're just letting them know if you choose not to treat me in this way, I won't be a part of your life. You know, it's not an ultimatum. It's a choice. But I would say set boundaries with your family. Like if they don't agree with what you're doing or whatever the case may be, just let them know like, hi, if you're going to talk down on me and talk down on my my business or where I decided to go to college or what career path I decided to take, I'm not going to share those things with you. As simple as that. So therefore, if they want to know how you're doing, they want to know what's going on, they're going to respect the fact that they shouldn't be saying negative things about you and talking down on it if they want you to be a part of their life. Um... Sometimes you also just have to set silent boundaries. Like I said, you don't have to necessarily outline it to them, but you know, okay, as soon as they start talking negatively about what I enjoy doing or talking down to me or making fun of me or making me feel bad about myself, I'm getting off the phone. I'm ending the conversation. Oh, sorry, I got to go to the store. Or like, oh, I'll talk to you later. I got to go. No reason. You don't even have to give a reason. Just be like, I'll talk to you later. I got to go. And you get off the phone because you're not going to sit up there and tolerate them talking down to you. You're not going to sit up there and let them talk down to you and make you feel bad about yourself. You're not going to tolerate those things. You're just going to get out of there because you know the effect that it has on you. So you can set silent boundaries. Um, And depending on your situation, those are kind of the boundaries that you can set. I mean, also just, it's not really a boundary, but... Sometimes you just need to move out. Sometimes you just need to save up your own money and move out and get your own spot. And you let them know like, hey, a good boundary is don't come over unless you've told me beforehand or you've been invited. You know, please don't pop up unannounced. I'm an adult. Um, If you have a parent who likes to come over and tell you, oh, you don't shine your silverware enough or the decor is ugly or things like that. 
you let them know, hey, if you're going to come over and insult my home, I would prefer if you don't come over at all. Like those are things that you have to set the boundaries as far as. Um, If you have parents who don't support your career choice, you can't really tell them how to speak in their own house. So unfortunately, the only boundaries that you can really set is doing it yourself and not really asking for help or moving out and creating that distance so you don't have to deal with it. And and if you can't move out, not sharing everything with them. You don't have to share what your classes look like, what you're struggling with. You know, they're not supportive, so why would you be vulnerable with them? Why would you give them a chance to attack you and be like, well, if you've done what I told you to do, then you wouldn't be in this position right now. That Who has that ever helped? No one. No matter what career path you choose, it's going to be difficult. So I would definitely say try to just set some boundaries with your family if it's possible. Um, and limit contact and oversharing. I kind of said this um, with my previous one, like not telling them all the details, but and like limiting contact, like it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, sometimes that's really all you can do because I know some people want to convince their parents that this is a good job, you know, da, 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 but it's not your job to convince them of your destiny. Matter of fact, it's not your job to convince anyone of your destiny. No one. It's not your job. That's between you and God. If he told you that you're destined to do this, he gonna make a way. Regardless of whether anybody else understands, regardless of whether anybody else thinks that you're gonna make it, you are, it's not your job to explain your destiny, y'all. You don't have to convince others that this is the right path for you. You don't have to convince others that this is what you're destined to do. You know it and God knows it. And that's really all that matters. That's between you and God. And so, and that even comes to parents. You don't have to explain that to them. After a certain age, you don't have to keep explaining everything to your parents. If they don't get it, they don't get it. That's fine. If their money's not paying for it, their resources are not being invested into it, they don't have to understand it. They don't have to understand it. They don't have to respect it. It's your money. It's your time. It's your resources. So please understand that you don't need to convince them of what is for you. With that being said, um, that is all that I have for this week's episode. I'm sorry that I got out kind of late, but I appreciate you guys with your patience as always. Um, and I really hope that that kind of helped provide like some insight on how the whole like black sheep of the family thing happens and also how to cope with it because there are definitely several reasons and several factors as to why it happens. And these are just a couple of them. These are just a couple like things that I've noticed in my own family when it comes to that, like for myself and even like, you know, other people in my immediate family, like I noticed that a lot of these things factored into it, you know? Um, so yeah, I really hope that this episode helped. Thank you for listening to the Black and Bloom podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please follow the show and leave a rating on Spotify or you can leave a review as, along with a rating on Apple Podcasts. You can also keep up with the podcast by following me on Instagram at Black and Blooming Pod. Again, that's Black and Blooming Pod. Don't forget to share the podcast with friends and family. And thank you for listening. And if you'd like to share how you resonated with today's episode, please feel free to leave a voice message or email me at blackandbloomingpod at gmail.com. Thank you and have a great week, y'all.